Digital 410 Productions proudly presents the What's in Your Head podcast. Digitized live from the your company name here studios in Cape Coral, Florida. It's the What's in Your Head podcast with your host Gordon and Don Abernathy. What's up? What's up? What's up? OG5! It's a Tuesday. Nay, it's a Friday because Holy we have shit. a special guest. Well, not that special, but he's a I'm guest nonetheless. In the formerly known as the previous company, Digital 410 Media Studios. This is the first time we've had another ass in the seat. That second microphone getting breathed on since Dave the Waterman back at the oh, beginning gross. of before the COVID. So you might have some residual, residual Dave breath on that, that stopper popper there. Mm. But uh, coming to us from Cape Coral, way of Las Vegas, Nevada, it's Gordon Abernathy. Gordon, how are you doing today, sir? Doing good. It was about a 2,400-mile drive one way. <sighs> wow. Wowser schnauzers. I will tell you this. The worst roads I've run into was in Arizona between... Kingman and Flagstaff on the 40. Uh, there were so many potholes along about a 200-mile stretch that there was no shit. 20 to 30 cars pulled over, blown out tires. Thank God I had upgraded tires on the Taco and didn't bring the Subaru. I upgraded to the Wild Peaks, and they handled them fantastically. How are you doing, Mike? Wonderful, gentlemen. How are we doing this evening? Well, we had a... a, a Last minute Barbie McHugh. First time I've dusted off my grill since before the storm. Nice. Did you have a blasty blast? Yeah, we um, burnt through a whole bag of charcoal, had a bunch of pork chops, um, asparagus, some brats. I got I got a whole plate of protein in there for tomorrow. Jasper's laying in his official bed as he waits for the podcast to kick off. Nice. Because through the uh, hurricane, I used my little World War II propane stove. And so I broke out the smoker tonight and used half a bag of charcoal. And uh, it was damn good. I... We make pork chops here in a skillet, but I put some sweet baby rays on there, and it got all nice and crunchy, and I was gnawing on the bones like it was fucking ribs. <laughs> nice. So damn good. Very Hell good. yeah. So, yeah, I gave him a call. I said, hey, why don't we make this a thing? We got some pork chops here we can bring over, uh, and we'll do it, you know? And that's that was what was done. That's what was did. I tell you, I have to... Have to say this. Uh, it's interesting actually hearing the intro music all the way through. I don't know how it is for you, Mike, but on my end, it just breaks up. Yep, it cuts out. <laughs> Find people thing for at me. Zoom. Well, uh, what it is is it's on your guys' end, that Zoom preventing uh, feedback, like yeah. the old guitar in front of the amplifier type thing. That's the background cancellation. Can you hear the people talking in the background over here while we're talking? No. Good. Perfect. Good. Fantastic. Because uh, Gordon's wife and uh, my kid are in there watching movies. By the way, I cut the fucking cord. <sighs> Look at you. You cut the cord to get a new cord? Well, I cut the cord. No, I, I cut the cord to go to a glass tube. I'm on fiber optic now. There you go. Now, um, we were having problems like... Before last week, um, our last live stream of the What's the Scuttlebutt on Comcast, the audio kept cutting out because, well, they were throttling my bandwidth and charging me $10 for every 50 gigs I went over. Ugh. 
So they were charging me. We already went down my uh, my internet bill, but on top of that, two seventy four, they charged me fifty dollars more last month for going over really? bandwidth. And so not only did they throttle it, but then they charge me for it. So anyhow, that's a lose lose situation for someone. Dude, I called Comcast, and of course it's some poor chick overseas, and um, I was like, I just you know this is insane. You guys are throttling me. I'm, I got you know now I I have to. Well, my daughter's in there playing Xbox. I got a live stream. I got to wonder, well, how much does this cost me? And she said, well, I'm a Comcast user, too, so I apologized. Now, and, well, this poor chick, did she have a heavy accent but an American name? Yes, but here's okay. the thing. I, I wasn't trying to call her on her bullshit, but what I was trying to do was say, really? They charge you averages? So she said, well, I'm a Comcast too, uh, user, too, so I apologized. I said, you, you have Comcast? And she was, no, we don't have Comcast here. I said, like, you don't have to lie. Now, I wasn't trying to catch her on bullshit. I was just going to try to say, well, do they hit you with the overages too, which I expect her to say no. And so anyhow, she's like, well, we have a flat rate uh, internet speed. I'm like, really, what would that be? Oh, that bring your bill to about 300 something. I was like, nah, I'm good. So <laughs> That's a car payment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I called up CenturyLink. Oh, yeah. I got fiber in here. Flat rate, $70 a month. Now, with Comcast, I was getting 800 megs down in a whopping speedy, Speed lightning fast, 30 megs up. And, you know, when you're live streaming, you need that full 30 meg. Now I'm getting throughput. I'm getting 940 down, 940 up. Nice. So people Holy should shit. know. Yeah, it's it's even. Comcast, they, don't, they only give you like 30 to 40 megs up. Fiber yeah. optic, it matches. And you get 940 down, 940 up. So our streaming quality should fucking see a huge improvement. Absolutely. No, I, I've, I've got, uh, got X-Limity, too. And, um, X-Limity. My uh, my lady came to me today and she was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, the the bills due, and it it's ours is usually due at the end of the month." And she she told me that it, it showed up for next month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got one, two, three, four, four adults and a kid, and a kid that likes to stream and play games all the time, uh, living in my house right now. And she told me that we actually went over mm-hmm. oh, on our limit, mm-hmm. and we pay. Roughly 80, 85 bucks a month for just the internet. for the internet, not the TV. Just for the internet, yep. Ten dollars every fifty gigs. They, yeah, I don't know up if it to was a hundred dollars. They will go up to a hundred dollars a month. They hit me for fifty, fifty dollars over. Yeah, Jesus. Here's the thing. Call over. them up, and here's what I said before I canceled. I said, I can't help but notice, and you guys are quick to charge me $10 for every 50 megs. I said, but when I didn't have internet for 16 fucking days, you guys didn't give me any refund. She gave me $90 back. So call their shit up. Say, hey, during during Ian, I didn't have internet for a fucking 16 days or however long it was, and they'll refund that shit back to you. Matter of fact, we're going to go all the way back through the hurricanes. But luckily, I had pre-wired my house a few years ago because Carrie was complaining about the Wi-Fi signal sucking when she was playing Destiny and Overwatch all the time. Because the downside about fiber is they only want to bring it in where the phone line comes in, which comes through my garage. Yeah. Now, the guy's the nicest guy in the world. I don't want to talk bad about him, but it is what it is. Duke came out. He looked borderline Samoan. Six foot five. At first, I want to say 300, but think about it, he's probably pushing four. So bigger than me. Yeah. And tall wow. as me. And I knew he's going to have to come in through the garage. And we got to talking, and you know when you come in my utility closet, I got the camera monitor there, and I got some other electronics there. And I said, well, here's what we'll do. We'll come through, 
and then uh, we'll just poke a fish stick up th- uh, tape up through here. I'll get through the attic and, and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I went up in the attic and brought it through so he didn't have to get up there. But luckily, <laughs> I had pre-wired. I actually had Cat6 cable dropped to that security camera system that I never hooked up. So luckily, I was able just to crimp an end on there and already had the other end ran to the podcast studio. So while he was doing outside work, after I already did his garage work, I just crimped my two ends on. So now, whole house is hardwired. It has, it's been a bit of a change getting used to not having cable TV. Not that I yeah. watch a lot of it. I watch Fox, I watch Gutfeld at night. I DVR'd the shit out of Motor Trend. It'll always drive Carrie nuts. Why do you watch all these car shows? You don't know anything about cars. I'd always watch Fast and Loud and Faster with Finnegan and, and all that. Now they have an app, but I don't want to pay for it. Yeah. And then we would DVR like Naked and Afraid and Alone and all that stuff, which I know there'll be on apps. So, anyhow, I already had Amazon Prime, Amazon Video, already had Netflix. Watch your city out of YouTube. Hi, YouTube. And so I did pay the um, $12 for Hulu plus the $2 a month for the Disney with commercials. Because I refuse to be one of those guys who cuts the cord and then spends just as much, the same amount of money on fucking streaming services at that yeah. point. Problem with the Disney Plus, it works on my uh, on my Fire Stick that I have. My mom, Luckily, my mom got me a Fire Stick for my TV like five years ago when I really couldn't use it because I had Amazon Prime. I had Amazon Video through my Comcast box. It made no sense to switch inputs just to watch it on a stick. But now I'm using a stick. Downloaded my Hulu on. Downloaded Disney+. Plus. I got a Roku TV in here. And my daughter has a Roku TV in her room. I went and launched the Disney+. Plus on the Roku TV. And it says, your service is Disney with television. I mean, with commercials. Which isn't compatible with this device. I'm like, motherfucker. She can watch Hulu in there. She can watch Netflix in there, YouTube. But if she wants to watch the Disney Plus, she has to go out and watch it on the Xbox in the living room. That's nuts. And see, so, see what we did is, um, I don't think. Well, one time in my life, if I actually had regular <clears throat> cable or whatever you want to call it these days, I've never had Dish um, or satellite TV. Um, I've had regular TV one time in my life and the, the rest of it's always like when I was, when I first moved out of my parents' house, I didn't have shit. I didn't even have internet. When Carrie and like I, I got I, together, she lived in the apartment. Gordon, yeah. if we were to open that closet door in front of us, there's about 200 DVDs in there because we couldn't afford cable either. Yep. At the time, Blockbuster was still around. Hollywood Video was still around. Walmart. And so every Tuesday we would go buy DVDs and yep. we would just watch basic cable end the shit out of the DVDs, not to mention the like 500 gigs at the time, which was a lot of all the bootleg movies I had on my computer. So yeah. we'd watch all that shit. And so it wasn't until we moved in over here. Cool thing about DirecTV now, because we live in Florida, they have the dish list service. Now it streams over the internet, so you don't have to worry about losing your signal when the fucking rain comes. Yeah. But go ahead. You just now, you said you for the first time. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, there was, there was a, a brief time like maybe a few months in my life where i actually had xfinity boxes and whatnot and um that was okay and i mean we were paying a lot of money for that fifteen dollars for the dvr ten dollars for the one that's the size of a fucking um, uh tape cassette yeah all all this extra shit and it was like i watched like two channels and you get like 300 and it was like well what's what's the fucking point so when i when i uh got in over here at the apartments um my lady's got uh, YouTube TV, and she splits that with her mom. Dude, you know how much that shit is? I ended up buying my shit outright. I don't know. It was YouTube like TV, the service, 
$79 a month. Once again, I'll be back to where I was with my fucking cable. But, again, we split it with somebody. No, you don't. Allegedly, you might. uh, Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. 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 Allegedly, we split it with somebody and, you know, separate profiles and stuff like that. So you end up saving a lot of money doing that. And I know that's probably going to come to an end very soon, according to the Netflix bans mm-hmm. and all that absolute nonsense. I mean, well, people have been sharing their passwords for under- the past 15 years. By the way, I Gordon's not understand. that short. He's- yes, I was about to say the same thing. I'm actually only three inches shorter than Don. This is the I'm computer in the kitty table. chair today. This is the computer table, which is higher than the standard, and his computer chair, the hydraulic, like doesn't Matt. go that high up, and mine extra high. I feel like my cousin that's real short and has a, a, a height complex I would say right this table probably sits five inches higher than the normal because it's a workbench. But um, as you were saying, Gordon, I just want to let the people know you're not really a pygmy. <laughs> I was going to totally say that. Uh, maybe not pygmy, maybe midget, dwarf. No, I think midget's more offensive. I was watching cars with cameras. As tall as Mike. I don't even know how tall Mike is. I'm going to guess He's five. He's only three and a half foot tall. I'm going to say about five, six. Me? Yeah. I'm on a good day. I'm 5'11. Oh, okay. You, did you meet my neighbor, Matt, in real life? The He's one across, across the, the street, street, the drummer yeah, for yeah. Uh, Soapy Tuna? Yes. He's not exactly a tall man. No, he's a little on the shorter side. I've never met her, but he's been posting pictures of his new girl who is shorter than fucking him. Really? So she's got to be like three apples tall because he's <laughs> a short little, short little Jewish fella and she's <laughs> smaller than him. That's yeah. funny. Like her forehead comes up like his nose. So she's, I don't know where, like, I don't know where he found her at. Maybe the short people's convention, but that chick was <laughs> tinier than him. And he, I mean, he's not tall at all. He got himself a spinner, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever had one of those weird commerce days? Gordon asked me how my day was, and I said, let's save it for the show. Weird commerce day. So I woke it up. Sounds to, like the world's worst, ho- a weird holiday. I'm trying to get a little bit ahead, right? And this is one of those great months where we actually have three paychecks instead of two because you have the extra two weeks. And so instead of doing what I usually do, which is spend half my blah, 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 I I waited like four extra days to make my car payment. So instead of making car payment on one check and spend half, I allocated it over two. So I was four days behind my car payment. First time since I refinanced it a year ago. And they called me up on Wednesday. We're calling about it. I said, I'll pay it on Friday. Hung up. Woke up this morning, logged in, paid my car payment. Cool. Paid my cell phone bill. T-Mobile. Just like they did last month. I checked my bank statement. They charged me fucking twice. Oh, you got the old double bubble. And isn't it interesting how they can get their money in three and a half seconds, but it takes four fucking days to get your money back? Oh, yeah. It's going to sit in that bank account. Collect a little bit of interest. But wait, Don. No, Don. Big business says you can go fuck yourself. But wait, there's more. Um, My father and I's... Amazon Prime, which was an at computer's business account, um, his credit card was the primary card on it, but he had to get a new one because he had a he switched bank accounts. I did not know this. Um, so when his Amazon Prime went through this morning, his card was expired. The secondary card on there was one of my credit cards, which I maxed out when I had to fly to Ohio. Oops. To get for a funeral, you know, one thing I planned is, oh shit, my friend died. I I need to fucking buy plane tickets and this and that. Emergency so, fund. So it. It hit his, which was expired. It hit mine, which was canceled. So then it rolled down to my bank account. (laughs) 
So now, just paid a card payment. T-Mobile hit me fucking twice, and then I get an unexpected $140 a year fucking Prime membership hit on my bank account. Goddamn shit really does roll downhill. And then I get a robocall at lunch today. Actually, on lunch, I go to Culver's, and I just get cheese curds and a fucking large shake, right? So I pull in. That's healthy. I pull in. Well, I had soup at the office. So I pull in. <laughs> That's awesome. Fucking math. I, I pull in and they're doing nice the they're soup. they're doing the Chick Fil A thing, right? Chick Fil A is the master of drive through fucking speed. You can't beat Chick Fil A. Mm. The only difference is Chick Fil A has thirty eight people on that. staff. Yeah. So I pull in and and Chubby McGee's out there in the driveway and he he slaps the one ninety three sticker on my mirror. What if he's Chubby McFuckface? Well, he probably is Chubby <laughs> his McFuckface. Last name wrong. <laughs> So Chubby McFuckface goes ahead and slaps the 193 sticker on my mirror. He says, what can I get you? I said, a large cheese curd and a medium shake. See that? I want medium shake. I'm being responsible. Can't go large on both. Can I get a diet medium shake? <laughs> and so he said, that's a medium cheese curd and a large shake? I said, nay, that's a large cheese curd and a medium shake. I'm not unreasonable. You're fucking retarded. He said, okay, go ahead and pull to the window and pay. So I pull up. Got my 193 Sticker on my mirror. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. It's like your car's going to auction. She's looking at me. I'm looking at her. She said, can I help you? I said, yeah, I need to pay for my food. So what'd you order? Large cheese curd, medium shake. I'm trying to be responsible. She said, I don't have an order for you. <laughs> okay. Well, what does your order for 193 say? <laughs> Shitty McFuckface never put the order in. Too what busy playing with his balls in the bargain lot. But yet he gave you a number. Yeah, he gave me the number before he took the order. Okay, sir, please drive around to the window. There's no smoking in the drive-thru, sir. But smoking in the drive-thru, you're smoking in the, There's no smoking. <laughs> sir, sir, there's no I'm in my car. I'm in my car, sir. By you being in your car in a parking lot, there's no smoking in the drive-thru. This is ridiculous. But yet you're huffing down fumes coming out of my tailpipe. And so... I'm calling the police, sir. <laughs> and so, um... She puts in the order... I pull forward, and I'm doing a TikTok about, and you guys can go see about, during the pandemic, I was at Culver's, they put the logo on my mirror, and then they refused to take it off, even though they're the ones who put it on my car, because, well, you know, COVID's transferable through touch. Yeah, I coughed all over it. And so, <laughs> shitty McFuckface comes up and knocks on my window. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did Get you pay for decade, bud. <laughs> Yeah, when you look at somebody and you're next to me, you know, do you do this anymore or do you just hit the button? <laughs> no one knows what this is. Everybody does this. And so I paid for the food. They always have you pull up and get off the timer. So, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, did you pay for your food? I was like, you never put my order in. He's like, I'll take it. I said, no. I said, I'm good. No, I'll go put. I said, don't do anything. I'm good. Go talk to the lady at the and window. And he looked at me like I was a dick and he fucking, he, he waddles off. And so then I come pick out. his ass on his way out away from the truck. So I'm, I get my food. Yeah, and I'm heading back you? to the office. So now, so far, <laughs> made my car payment, got double dinged by fucking T-Mobile, got it hit by Amazon, wasn't expected, dealt with shitty McFussface at Culver's. As I'm pulling in, my phone rings, and I hit it. This is your car bank. We want to let you know we're here for you during this hardship. If you need us. Motherfucker, I was three days late one time in a year since I refinanced this fucking car. You guys act like... Uh, uh, she's like, holy, what the fuck? I was like, this is insane. 
Uh, three Don's about to run down the beach, screaming into the ocean. And I, I, I got back to the office, and Josh was like, "What's going on?" I was like, "I, I should probably just stay indoors for this fucking day." I said, "It's just the weirdest <laughs> shit going on." Then <sighs> the dollars by the green crash. weenie again. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of drive-throughs and Chick-fil-A, one thing I had noticed: Uh-oh. we went to Chick-fil-A today, Chick-fiddle, if you will, and we got Chick-fiddle in Vegas. Obviously, the ones in Vegas are a little newer because. Two lanes go all the way up through the drive-thru window, which is actually a door that they walk out to your car. This one kind of rammed everybody into one line. and uh, Well, that's because it's a tent. It's the one over off of uh, Colonial. Oh, okay. And Six Mile Cypress. By the way, that's that's by my shit, house. That's a shit show of a road. <laughs> I was trying to leave Walmart today, and it kept wanting to put me on Colonial. I said, fuck you, Waze. You're going to find me a new direction back to McGregor. <laughs> I took oh, a yeah. right. Down to Six Mile Cypress, and it did. It yeah, it took it down to fucking one. Evans. <laughs> Evans and that, MLK. That whole corner right there, shit show. Only place worse Every is, day. as Stan used to say, the desirable Daniels Corridor is the only place worse than it that. It shot me up. <laughs> I forget. It eventually shot me over what I like to call uh, Henry Winkler. And then, then uh, holy okay, shit. Hell, you're breaking shit. See the I have um, bouncing leg syndrome. Yeah, he's rocking the table, and the side just fell off the server, and papers fell out. I'm glad we're still on the air. The studio is not meant for hyperactive knees. people. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, we went up there. We did take our first drive. I don't. Did have you been out to a Sanibel since the hurricane? No, and that's what I want to ask you. From an outsider looking in, were you kind of surprised at the amount of? Residual hurricane damage still going around seven months later. You're still in cleanup. It's fucking crazy. Uh, Seeing the giant cardboard box trucks driving around with their their claw. Picking up the world's worst uh, claw game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we went to what? We went to my Fort Myers Beach together mm-hmm. and uh, saw that. Um, then Katina, myself, and the two doggos went out. We ended up going to Tarpon Beach. There was no uh, water concerns. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Oliver quit wanting to walk halfway to the beach. He always Cheddar. does. He he got the world's laziest goddamn dog. Well, he is a cavalier. He's a cavalier King Charles Spaniel. I need to give him a little pumpkin on wheels. Mm, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so we got him to the beach. Got him in. He was a little afraid of the. We had a little bit of waves. You know. Oh, did you go down to uh, the dog beach? No. Well, the, from what I understand, they're all dog beaches as long as they're on a leash. Okay. And uh, started walking, and then all of a sudden, he decided to take a crap in the surf. So I'm playing Chase the Turks <laughs> in the surf, you know. <laughs> like I don't need to add any more pollution to this water, and uh, which was interesting. <laughs> and uh, we walked. G.I. Joe swimming through the water. <laughs> <laughs> Little brown shark came. Yeah, and uh, we did end up taking him to the vet while we was here because he started crapping blood. And I'm like, oh, my this God. This is before the on? beach, by the way. This is before the beach. Uh, he started a little once we were in. After uh, our veterinarian clinic, too. Yeah. Uh, you know the, the big guy. the big name apparently around here and the ones me. the one that they charge you so much money that they have maitre d's and fucking three like double breasted jackets. Yeah, it's kind of like the name of Jack Sparrow's ship, but a different color. Um, the sperm s- pearl. <laughs> the sperm. Sixteen hundred dollars. To the vet. Yeah. To the vet. Wow. Ten p.m. at night. 
these Germans weren't too excited about how long the somaticans take to get to their fucking Yes, there was home. Germans there with a, a cavalier also. Uh, and <laughs> she goes, are the vets like this all the time? And it's like, this is a after-hours emergency vet. So this is where all us people go when nobody else is open. She goes, usually you go in and you get taken care of and leave. I'm like, that's your normal vet that you make an appointment with. The situation, yeah. this is like the ER. <laughs> you get in and they see the most serious cases first. So, uh, yeah, he actually is fine. They gave him, he ends up having stress colitis. So he didn't have, I was worried that he ha- had, he's a bit of a garbage disposal. So I, my concern was he grabbed something on the trip and ate it and it gave him an obstruction. It did not, thank God. But we paid this much money to find out he does got a stressful belly. Bleeding asshole so, disease. Pretty much. Just sit on his ass. I just lost my sound. Uh, it's plugged in right underneath you. Just give a little wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Ah, there it is. So, um, yeah, that was quite uh, eventful. But uh, the dogs did really well pretty much on the trip, except Oliver wants to always be up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little one, she, I get her up front, and she, she holds on for dear life. I think there's just too much shit moving around, so we just put her back in the back, and she's, she's good. How long did the trip take you? Three days. Three days total. I basically well, that's would drive. They, they uh, had pre-stops planned. They had hotels booked. It's not like they drove nonstop. Well, we well, didn't yeah. have them booked, but as we were closing in on it, we would get it booked. Uh, I was planning on stopping in Amarillo, which we did. Uh, then the next stop was Jackson, which I knew that some tornadoes came through the Friday, yeah, the did. day before. So we actually did get, re- ways did reroute me without letting me know why around some uh, closed roads. And I could see the storm crews out there. Uh, got rained on pretty good there. Hit my second biggest pothole. The biggest pothole ever was in Mississippi. It was in the rain following a semi on the, in the left hammer lane. And uh, I thought I broke something. But I didn't, thank God. Taco, Lagatha, she's doing good. Uh and uh, yes, she is named after the shield maiden on Vikings because Catherine Winnick is hot. Uh, and, uh, you know, um, and her character was strong because, you know, she's not a truck. She's a truck. And, uh, you know, that was kind of it for the rain, I think, a little in the next day. And haven't really seen any since I got here. So yet. Yeah, we, we probably won't see any, any rain yet for a while. So as we're saying, people are still, you know, suffering from hurricane damage and i just tried to send my roofer my 10 percent down but apparently you can only send the next amount of month per day on zell so i gotta pay him two more payments over the next three fucking days here's the first of three payments now there's a particular roofing company that's been around cape coral for fucking ever and they mm-hmm. they name themselves after a particular famous uh sporting of uh auto racing event amongst rednecks is it a lot of left turns Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. I'm very familiar with who you're talking about. And they've about. been around for quite a long time. And I'm sure, sure there's quite a lot of people with hurricane damage who called them up to get some work done. Certainly. Dateline, wink news. Uh-oh. March 31st. Hey, that's today. IRS serves warning on Cape Coral roofing business. Ruh-roh. <laughs> say, say that again. I couldn't hear you through your laughing. Oh, IRS serves warrant on Cape Coral roofing business. How did that How redneck organization standing. not give them a cease and desist? NASTAR roofing, because, you know, you, you put tar on that there roof. Mm-hmm. Well, Officers there's a, there's with an the, original owner right there. Mm-hmm. 
that's just like back in the early 2000s, everybody's West Coast plumbing, you know, back when West Coast choppers was used, West Coast roofing, they'd have the Iron Cross, like Jesse James, West Coast plumbing, West Coast screening. Dude, we see the same thing. It's like Vegas born became a, a thing with the whole uh, Golden Knights. Now there's a Vegas born H- a mechanical company and this and that. And I think like, only second. Really? To- I think Christian organizations are only second to China when it comes to ripping off other people's names and icons. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, officers with cr- officers with criminals investigation, the law enforcement agency responsible for investigating potential criminal violations for the U.S. Internal Revenue Code, raided the offices on Del Prado Boulevard. It's just probably down the street, isn't it? Yes, sir. They blocked entrances, spent hours going in and out. We're not trying to cool down the whole damn neighborhood. And removed bags of what appears to be documents. Investigators would not elaborate on what was going on, and we have not been able to reach NASTAR for comment. Imagine that. Uh, we will continue to stay they on top of this moment. They took our phones. They took our papers. They took our phones. Yep. They took our germs. They took our germs. So luckily I didn't pay them any money. And uh, look at that, Bailey's General Store. Cute. Yeah, so if you guys... Hopefully, if you're in Southwest Florida and you're getting a roof redid, you didn't sign on with the uh, the not so fine fe- people over at NASTAR Roofing. NASTARDs. Mm-hmm. NASTARD. Now we won't get too much into it. We know there was a shooting by uh, a trans in Tennessee. Tennessee. Names will not be named except Tennessee, for Tennessee. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. How we use the internet is about to fundamentally oh, change forever, story. and it's terrifying. It happens all the this- time. No, it's because I, I was going to do that story. So anyhow, yes, uh, the shooting and how we shouldn't... Um, actually, I did say that. Where did I, hold on, you mean on. it's not the um, realm of the angry white oh, hold kid? On. So last night I came across an interview with former FBI profiler Mary Ellen O'Toole. And she backs up something that I've been ranting about See, every time bad doing. stuff like this happens. She told the Daily Mail that Nashville and pretty much everywhere else should brace for copycat events mm-hmm. due to the inevitable contagion effect caused by the media. Social contagion. Adding, quote, threats increase in schools nationwide after a shooting. Cape Coral had two yesterday. Anywhere in the U.S. Sadly, evil seems to inspire more evil. Now, she knows this to be true because after the Columbine shootings in 99, the FBI studied 18 previous school shootings and found that the copycat influence was real in all of them. Mm. Turns out mass shooters are as unoriginal as they are disgusting. And why? Because info on these fiends becomes instantly available in minute detail. And what do fiends share a love for? Infamy. It's why they keep press clippings from previous shooters and also why they boast about the infamy before it actually happens, like the Nashville shooter did. So the media incentivizes future mass shootings by rewarding the present ones. I don't know how you can get any more plain than that. And he goes on to say the official policy for mass shootings is you're supposed to break the news, give the detail, and then the way they suggest it to prevent copycatters and these people looking for the the, to become infamous is any additional updates, you should only do it in print, and, like, not on the cover page. And never say the name. Never say the name. Don't make it big and blah, blah, blah. And so some people are doing this, some people aren't. But the reason I bring this up is I was talking to young Josh today. Young Josh. And I said, you know, I was two months away from being in, in part of a school shooting. I said, when I moved to Ohio, we moved to this town, Hamilton Township. 
Mm-hmm. And I went to Hamilton Township from the age of second grade. Yes, that's right. Second grade is an age. The age of second grade until I moved um, about three months into my sixth grade age. Mm-hmm. And about two months later, a kid that I had went to school with since I was the age of second grade up until the age of sixth grade got shot in the head by a gentleman named Gordon. And the kid who got shot... I wasn't there. I was in high school in another district. ...was named Greg. Lies. Well, you know, Gordon's dude get picked And up. a few years back, I had Googled this story and found an old newspaper clipping about it. Somebody so, called him Shumway way too many times. And so I tried to Google it again to show young Josh's story, and I found this. October 6, 2017, by the author name of Gordon, blah, 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 Jr., the person who actually did the shooting when I was in sixth grade. Has he got a wife beater on there? Yeah, because, you know, nothing says Hamilton Township like a wife beater. Is he actually out of jail? Yes, and that was before I pulled up the story. I told Josh, I said, this was before Columbine. So all Gordon got was a restraining order and expelled from middle school for shooting somebody in the head with a twenty two revolver and not killing him. Lucky kid. But in oh, March, October 6, 2017, Gordon, not knowing what he's doing with his life other than rocking a ball head and a wife beater, has five followers on this page called Medium.com. He typed, on March Schwanz. 5th, 1992, I walked into the cafeteria of Hamilton Township Middle School and shot a boy that had been bullying me. Called him somewhere. Greg was a dick. Um, he was like white trash dick. He was sometimes cool with me, but sometimes a dick to me. I don't remember Gordon because this was in middle school. I went to uh, school with Greg since second grade, and I had moved. I left Hamilton after about two months and moved to Grove City. Um, let's see, because he was bullying me. Now, he's honest here. It wasn't because I hated the world. It was because I was a complete pussy. That's the truth. I knew exactly what I was doing. I can't take it back, nor would I. That single act 25 years ago set in motion a lifetime of, of thought. What I do regret is putting all the innocent people in harm's way. I'll never forgive myself for that. Now I look, at, now I look out and see all the shootings from Columbine to Las Vegas, and I can't help but feel so much shame for my senseless act. So trust me when I tell you that these violent people are years in the making. People only give so many fucks. It's up to you, the individual, to prepare for these encounters. When you hear the stories of a hero in these incidences, know that somewhere along their lives, they trained to be there for that fellow man. It wasn't an accident. And the title of this story was Violent People Aren't Meant to Be Dissuaded. And so that is from, and it's so crazy to see that from, you know, if I, if we wouldn't have, if we would have moved to Grove City for, uh, Two months later than we did, I would have been at that school in that cafeteria during that fucking shooting. And it's so weird to hear him talking about it firsthand all these years later. Did they have foosball machines there when you were in the cafeteria when you went? Yeah, I think so. What were they? Foosball machines. That's the second time he's gotten tangled up on your headphones. Your dogs aren't studio ready. No, they're not. Not studio ready at all. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, I just closed up my other story. So, right, row. So, yeah, it's just crazy to think. And it is weird to think that that shows you how much the world changes. If he would have done that a few years later, he probably would would be in prison. But, no, he, he got a fucking restraining order and expelled from school. That was before there was uh, zero tolerance. Well, that and he didn't kill him. 
He yeah. hit him. He hit him in the side of the head, and the bullet just kind of went around his skull and came out because it was a twenty-two. So he got lucky on that. Which one. is a low-powered. This wouldn't be a good segue to go talk about what we're doing tomorrow. Talking about school shooting. No, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not doing that. Nope. So Mike, what do you got in your list of shit? What have you been up to? Not much. Um, you gotta go fishing, man. The bite's hitting. Gordon, do you have stories tonight? I got a few. You got a few. Does anybody have the uh, Florida concealed story? No, I don't. Go ahead. This is coming from, unfortunately, CNN. The Florida State Senate gave final passage to a bill Thursday that will allow people to carry a concealed weapon in public without a government-issued permit. Oh, no. What shall we do? Ah! Priority for Governor DeSantis. Now, keep Uh, in mind, they're going to go after DeSantis because they're afraid he's going to run for president. So this is going to be a a slaughter job. But go ahead. The legislation will also end an existing state requirement to undergo training before carrying a concealed weapon outside the home. Let's pause right there. I did not read this story today, but I was having one of those thoughts that I often have about situations that never occur. And this thought was me walking down the street and someone from a local news coming up and saying, what do you think about this? To which I was going to say, well, if you're going to uh, share a, a, um, a preconceived notion, I'm going to go about my way. But if you're here to do some true journalism, I'm ready to talk. And he just proved my point. In the state of Florida... See, people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about think that in order to have a concealed carry permit, you go down to classes and you're at the gun range, they teach you how to field strip your gun, they teach you proper handling, they teach you how to put a target down range, close grouping, and this and that. Like military and police training. It's not like that at all. For those of you not in the state of Florida, maybe some of you working at CNN, not that you're watching this podcast, the classes you take in the state of Florida is about the law. When it's time to pull your gun when it's time not to pull your gun what is considered a concealed weapon that includes knives with blades longer than five inches the concealed carry permit class has nothing to do with proper gun handling nothing to do with safety it's all about not ending up in prison it's all 100 about the law when you're taking the required class with that being said you can get a bundle class where they have an nra gun safety but the required class for the florida concealed carry permit is just that. And I've said it before. The concealed carry permit is primarily there to keep poor people from having a concealed carry permit because poor people oftentimes do desperate shit. And you say, Don, well, that doesn't make any sense. When I took that class four years ago, it was roughly about $200. That's not a lot of money. It is when you're poor and your paycheck's 400 bucks. Do you want to spend half of your fucking paycheck on a concealed carry class? Which, by the way, after you pay the $200 and you take your two-day class and you go down to the, the state agricultural center, the very first question after you stand in line, not can I see your paperwork, not did you take the class, I swear to God, the very first question, what form of payment are you making today, sir? Once they process your payment for another $175, i.e. the other half of the poor man's paycheck, then and only then do they ask you for your paperwork. And then the questions you answer down at the agricultural center to get your concealed carry permit are basically the same questions you have to pass when you buy the firearm in the first place. So by getting rid of the concealed carry permit, all you're doing is taking money away from the state, 
which I'm surprised Florida did because we don't have income taxes. Now, do they make right. you, um, like with us, we have to actually do a practical and do a, a uh, seven, nope, they five, make, seven, and 12-yard, 30-round Glad qualifying. you asked that. I forgot. No, they make you drive all the way down to Cecil B. Webb, where we're going tomorrow, give you a revolver, make you pull the trigger one fucking time. Wait, wait, wait. Not even the gun you carry? No. You wow. can't even bring the gun you have to class. Wow. No guns allowed. No, we you bring it right down there. They give you a fucking revolver, the worst gun to train on with a fucking three pound trigger pull. You squeeze around one time. They say, thank you very much. You all drive back to the class. They sign your paperwork and you're done. So for, yeah, our instructor actually will take us to the range and have us all go through, uh, you know, I, I believe it's five, seven and 12, uh, and it's uh, 10 rounds each and you got to definitely hit it within, you know, a good Not range. Here. I, I tested four, on four. it. Believe it or not, I, I, my, I qualified and so did Katina on a XDS nine, which has a 3.3 inch barrel. And so for all these media outlets who don't know what the fuck they're talking about, who think now there's criminals going to non safe people. Look, the questions you have to pass when you're paying for your permit is, are you a, um, diplomat from another country no are you taking a schedule one narcotic no have you had a basically the exact same shit you have to pass when you're at the gun store to buy the gun to begin with because <clears throat> yeah. basically done marijuana no. you know the only benefit you get from a concealed carry permit in the state of florida other than the fact you got to carry a gun up until now <clears throat> because you've already had your background check and you've already answered those questions you no longer have the waiting period you can walk into any gun store and buy a pistol and leave that day that which is, is how it is in, in Nevada which anyway. would be the only benefit to maintain having a concealed carry permit if you're the type of person who likes to purchase firearms on a regular basis. If you're one, a lifetime guy, then wait the four days. Yeah. And yeah. so if you're concerned, if you're one of these anti-gun people, you're concerned all of a sudden now, well, now criminals are going to have, look, criminals already had the fucking guns because. You're not going to get rid of them. If, how, if, how did, if they how can't did legally buy it, If they can't legally buy them to begin with, the, the permit that doesn't require any safety has nothing to do with it. And by the way, I called out fucking Fox News yesterday, the local Fox affiliate, because on their story for the picture, they had a picture of a guy open carrying, try to scare people. Oh, Florida passes concealed carry, and I got a guy with a fucking holster on his, on his hip, not even covered up. It's like, well, first off, dickhead, that's open carry. That has nothing to do with concealed carry. You're just trying to get fucking shock value clicks. What's wrong with open carry? Nothing, but when they're trying to say Florida passed yeah. a con constitutional carry, which does not mean you can open carry, but the photo you're using is open carry, you're trying to scare people thinking it's going to be the Wild West and people will be walking around guns on their hips. Nothing has changed other than the fact that we're not paying the state $150. We're not paying some guy who has a class $175. That's, nothing else has changed. Wonder. You still have to pass the same requirements when you go to the gun store to buy the fucking gun. So literally nothing has changed other than the other than now the poor people can fucking carry guns. The amount of yep. Californians we have moving into Vegas and the fact that Nevada is still a open if you don't have a CCW you open you can open carry there. Period. Check this out, Mike. In Vegas, where Gordon lives, you can open carry legally. But if you want to conceal carry in your front fucking yard, you got to get a permit. <laughs> you can open carry fine. Nobody cares. You put, On your own property, if you're concealed carrying? You put carrying? that shirt over it, or you're in the living room with a gun in your waistband in your living room, you got, and the cop comes over, you better have a fucking shit's untucked. Make sure it's untucked. You can see it. Wow. I tell you, there. I knew a guy who uh, was living in Pahrump, and there was a, a lady uh, who who called the sheriff on because he's out there working in his yard, and he had his, his piece on his hip open. The cop came by and said, hey, uh, there's a lady downstairs, uh, down there. He goes... 
She's from California. She thinks that you're doing something illegal. I had to go set her straight. Wow. <sighs> you know, that's lived, another one. I of the, in, but I tell right. you, the first time you open carry in public, there's a little... First time you conceal carry in naughty. public, you feel naughty the first time you conceal carry because your entire life you've been trained and taught if you have a gun in public, you're an evildoer. The first yeah. time I felt, and the first time you open, first time you conceal carry, you're all like, fuck my printing. People are going to see me. And you're all worried. That's a medical device. You're all worried. Honest. And then you realize after like the eighth time that no one is no paying, attention. paying attention. What the fuck's going on? Unless you're another guy carrying a gun, and then you're looking. It's funny you say <laughs> that because the other day I wore my my Kodex. Is that what you call it? The the one with the leather strap and the plastic holster. Mm-hmm. Kydex. Kydex. I usually wear a sticky holster. I just slip in and out. But I since I I wear my Kydex when I go kayak fishing because I don't want my sticky to fall in the water. And since I've done so, the leather's finally got broken, and it's it's more comfortable than it is when it's brand new. And so the other day I I put it on. And I, I, and I wear it in a different spot. Now, is this Kydex on the inside wrapped with leather? I'll show it to you later. Okay. Hmm. And so I'm, I'm worried about printing. And I see a guy walking to me, has on basketball, but gym shorts and a shirt. And I can see the hilt underneath the shirt on his side. But he had, the, he had a full plastic holster sticking out from underneath his shirt. But because you couldn't see the barrel, I guess he figured it, people must think it's a cell phone holster. So you can actually see the entire bottom of his holster sticking out from underneath his shirt. And you can see the hilt printing on the inside of his shirt. Oh, my God. I was like, yep, yeah, that guy's got a gun. And one time I was out running a Edison Bridge. And, and you got to go through some kind of sketchy areas if you're afraid of the life. And this guy was jogging with his wife. And his, he's got sweat. And you can see he had a belly band underneath his shirt. All sweat, and there's a perfect silhouette of a dry spot of the fucking gun underneath the shirt. <laughs> his whole shirt's just drenched, and you can just see a perfectly dry <clears throat> Glock right in the center of his chest. Oh, I remember, there's a Glock I remember 17. I, I remember I got my CCW when um, it was actually not not too long before the storm. And I remember after the storm, like I was, I was on call at my last company, and... Just going out, I was like, there's no fucking, I'm not fucking, I ain't fucking around. Nope. I kept that shit on. I went to customers' houses with it in my fucking waistband. I was like, I'm not, uh-uh, not dealing with these people, not dealing with these fucking. What do you mean by you them know, people? Yeah, them, yeah. Well, desperate times right calls people. for desperate measures for some people. And I, I remember thinking, I was at this one customer's house, nice people, nothing. And I had it in my waistband and. And uh, I would like bend over to do some work. Well, or see, that's kind of risky because like you're, like, you're not over there. Rise, my shirt would rise up, and I'm like, "Oh, somebody can see this." Well, see, that's what I'm thinking. You're a plumber. You're not exactly like you know installing light bulbs in people's ceilings. You're bent down. You, you, you yeah. your profession is responsible for the the love, beloved plumber's crack, right? So, I mean, it just comes with the, the job that your shirt pulls up, your ass is exposed, and so hypothetically would be your gun. So that's a risky line of work to be carrying in people's houses. I, I never did that. I would always, when I was doing service work, I would secure it in my mail, my, my Glock box. It's not a glove box. I don't keep gloves in there. I'd secure it in my, glo- my locked Glock box. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, uh, that was only for strictly because of the storm and, yeah. and the lack of, you know, personal security, <laughs> being concerned for personal safety. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, ever since then, it's, it just stays in the truck, so. There you go. Just stays in the truck. What else you got on your list of shit there, fella? 
Uh, not a whole lot of shit as far as stories or anything like that. I mean, I, uh... As you know, Ron right. moved away. Yeah, that sucks. I'm sad. He lost his friend. It's Ron not like he lived gone. close to you anyhow. He lived fucking hours. Is this the me. other guy that's part of the Tackle Your Best? Yes. Okay. He lived, he, 40, um, he lived an hour from you on, a, on any given day anyhow. It's not like yeah, he lived down in fucking Golden Gate. Yeah, rich bastard. It's a fucking half-hour drive on the highway and then another fucking half-hour down Immokalee Road. And that's if there and, wasn't uh, any traffic. Yeah. But uh, now he's moving six hours away. Yeah, that's north, huh? Yeah, and he was he he actually um uh he's moving to a small town outside of Tallahassee, and uh, he that's up there in uh Florida Hill Country, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. He called me. It was like Wednesday or Thursday. He's like, "Oh man, I really need some help." I was like, "What?" He was like, "Oh, we're moving this weekend," and. Everybody that I've tried calling for help is either busy or, or you doesn't know, want to drive like, six hours. He was like, do you think you can help me? I was like, what do I got to do? He was like, you got to drive up there. You got to help me with the big stuff and the heavy stuff. And then you got to drive back down. Like, Fuck. He's got a V8 truck. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I, of course I said, yeah, I'll help you out. I'm not that you know concerned about it. And then he called me today. The day of, and he was like, "Oh, I got some movers." Oh, like, Thank God, bullet dodged. Pardon yeah. the pun. No, I I didn't mind. I I I, you know, just like if if uh, I mean Gordon, you live many miles away. They cross the country essentially. Yeah, technically he but lives many if, moons away. Many moons away. It's three time zones. If if Don called me and needed help or something like that, I'd come help too. So it's no, it's no different. But yeah. not you. You're on your own. You live too far away. <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. I'm not. I'm not driving three days to come help your ass. <laughs> not in a V8 truck. <laughs> hey, I tell you, this coma did good. Fully loaded. We averaged between twenty and twenty-two miles per gallon. I was gonna say, what was your? If you can say this, and just a gen- generality, what was your average fuel cost for the whole? Cheaper than an airplane ticket for two adults and two dogs. It's funny that you mentioned that because (laughs) until I got here and I and I failed to no, I've recorded every one. I've got this app that I downloaded because I wanted to track it. So so far, (sighs) I'm sleepy. He's sleepy. I'm sleepy tired. Odometer date miles per gallon cost. a couple hundred bucks in, about three hundred in. It's still cheaper really? than two, yeah. two plane. No, it's just it. I, you know, four plane tickets or two plane tickets plus dog tickets, which is another hundred bucks each, plus baggage tickets, rent plus a car. rent a car for probably about a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm doing a lot. Better. He's got a nice Airbnb right down the street from uh, the Edison Ford Estates. Really? Yeah. Yes, it's called McGregor yeah. Cottage. Is it right on McGregor? Is yeah, it's right on McGregor, right, right there. No shit. Yep. yep. Yeah, it's an older, weird-looking kind he's of flat-roofed house. It's got the uh, parapet with almost like the castle ends on it. Yeah, he's right okay. before uh, Medicine. He's in between the Edison Estates and the Edison uh, Golf Course. Nice. Yeah, I like it down there. I like that part of town. If I was to move to this area, that would be the area I would look. That's expensive. Yeah, yeah that's I'm sure those small homes live. are expensive. But if you go towards... 
You go three miles past River District, you're in a bad neighborhood. Yeah, you go to the other <laughs> side of McGregor. There's a demarcation there. You go to the other yeah. side of McGregor and a couple of blocks over, it gets a little more affordable. Then you end up on, on uh, what is it, 41 and it's... No, you end up down on Palm Beach, Evans, Fowler, or... Yeah, LK. down there, Fowler and all that, yeah. Yeah, a little concerning. It's like, there's a lot of... Interesting folk. That's where here. I go to the pet store because the property value is so low, their overhead's low, and like the same bird food that I get at PetSmart for twenty two dollars is ten dollars down there because their overhead's so low because the neighborhood's so rough. Now, do you take the twelve miles to the gallon truck to go get it? No, you take we take the, the Volkswagen okay. and their bird. Toys. <laughs> Just making sure. Well, their bird toys too are only like five or ten, five to eight bucks. And those same bird toys are like fifteen to twenty, and yeah. so like we. Once a month, just take a pilgrimage down there, buy bird toys, almonds, and fucking and food. I remember I was at PetSmart, like, you know, if you buy one, get one half off. I'm like, yeah, but your half off is my regular price for the other place. The only reason I'm here is because they, you know, it's fucking Wednesday. I get down there on yeah. a Saturday. Oh, update. Update. As you gentlemen know, and maybe some of the listeners would know, or viewers, uh, my parents lost their house in the hurricane. Oh, so did ours. Our, my dad's. We, that's we, why I'm here. Six months yeah. later, we went over. Well, Gordon did the drill, and I did the smelling. Um, yeah. My dad's second washer still lifted up on top of the dryer, full of salt water. It's and interesting cloves. that he had two washers, by the way. Outstanding. Well, one of them came to the house. The other one was Melody's and his. So just drained salt water out. It's been sitting in the washer and dryer outside for six months in his utility room. Yeah, he was using the Ryobi, and, and I. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm this calls make, for a Makita. This calls for a Makita. It's got a little more, a little more oomph to it, and <laughs> punched right through it a few times. I have Ryobi's. There's nothing wrong with them, but sometimes you need a little more RPM. Did your parents get a FEMA check finally? No. Oh, um, my parents bought a piece of property just north of here, about 45 minutes away. Undeveloped. Uh, and and uh, undeveloped. Sweet. And they decided that they were going to put a home on it, manufactured home. Nice. You know what? And People besmirch manufactured homes, but I tell you, they're better built than most stick homes. And while we're on a subject, not to take away from yes. your parents, but it turns out the reason my father's trailer didn't get disintegrated is it was constructed back in the 70s with full-size 2 by 4 And stringers. Stringers and fucking uh, studs in the walls. It's not. It they're wasn't aluminum. Like- it was an old 70s straight-up 2 by 4 not 2 by 3s not fucking... The nice. cheap shit. One buys or nothing. It was all solid wood. That's the only reason nice. it stayed together and everybody else's fell over because the newer ones are made out of that aluminum shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what happens when they don't screw down the other side of the freaking stud. Yeah. How many times have you pulled crap through studs and they just fold on you? You know how they secure <laughs> You know how they secure their um oh, wait. their uh carports? Their what? Carports. Ratchet straps. Oh, the the carports? Yeah, they literally take a ratchet strap. There's an O-ring in the driveway, and they literally ratchet strap that shit down. For, like, storms and shit? Yeah. Now, do you slap it and say it ain't going nowhere? Well, if you don't, you lose your fucking house. Everybody knows that. That's right. Hey, speaking of which. Guess what we saw. We'll get back to your parents here real quick. I've I've never seen this in real time. I've seen the post. Damn, if you only had your dash cam going. I've seen the post issues. We were, I took off work the other day, and we're heading over to my dad's storage unit. And um, we were coming down Del Prado by, uh, actually Pine Island, by um, the axe throwing place and the pool hall down by Skyline and Chiquita. Okay. Dude came rolling through in like a nice F-150, F-250. 
pulling what looked like to be a brand new pontoon boat. And he went through the intersection. You know how intersections dip a little bit? He was going in through hot. He was going through it hot. Trailer disconnected, bounced off the road, came up. The trailer hitch was above his tailgate. He looked in the mirror, overreacted, slammed on the brakes, and the pontoon boat, because it doesn't have brakes on the trailer, just went boom, (laughs) smashed in the back of his fucking tailgate. And you just... And in your best Nelson voice, you go... (laughs) Yeah, he overreacted. Instead of slowing down and letting the fucking drag... He just slammed yeah. on the brakes, and the thing just came somebody, forward, smacked somebody right Somebody didn't either, A, have the right size hitch ball, or B, didn't lock that shit down. They didn't smack it and say it ain't going anywhere. Wow. Holy shit. That's why I always I always put the padlock on there, make you feel a little secure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah, my uh, my parents, they um, they got that property, and, you know, they they ordered their house. They put their down payment on their house. Which they did and through Zelle, and they had to do 38 different payments. <laughs> yeah. they. Uh, you can they, only send $3,500 every 24 hours. <laughs> they finally got the um, uh, uh, inspection done, I guess, or what do they call that? The survey? Cape Coral's, <laughs> doing, survey. Auto, Cape Coral's doing auto permits on roofing right now. Oh, really? Yep. No shit. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they got the survey done, and they're getting all of the... Uh, permits are finally getting sent in, approved, and all that stuff, and work is finally getting started. Now they don't the have to worry about like any like weird lizard habitat that they can't build on or anything, do they? Burrowing owls, no, burrowing no, owls. That, burrowing that, owls. Um, yeah, we have the the burrowing owls. You actually but, uh, have to if you have burrowing owls on your property, you have to include relocation funds to relocate them, especially yeah. in commercial properties. Yeah, but they they did the survey on everything and everything checked out. Would okay. like take survey on their property. Now, but, uh, what's step one? Drilling a well. I watch enough no. Homestead Rescue. I know how important water is. No, step one would be making the driveway. Pershaw, you need the front loader and chainsaw for that. Yeah, but what if the driveway is going where there needs to be a well? Then mm. do you get a divining rod out there? Tony, the Rainey well? family yeah, would tell I mean, you a, a well here. You can drill just about anywhere and find yeah. it. And it's all got that weird smell yeah. to it. All you too. need is an eight foot yeah, long something. auger bit on your D Walt. <laughs> Done. But uh You look happy. But yeah, first first step is gonna be putting in the culvert, doing the driveway, widening the driveway a little bit, and then they can finally start putting the pad for the house and then drilling the well like and fish. putting in the septic system and all that fun shit. So Why you things like are fish? moving you sweating. Along. They don't sweat. So, he sweat. He smells. He smells like fish. Did you? Uh, did you? Uh, did you go in my closet? Your, uh, did you go in my closet? Every once in a while, my dogs would go in my closet and land my fishing shirts. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna try to go fishing. Well, you didn't get into that waste basket in the. I'm gonna try to go fishing maybe tomorrow night after we go to the pew pew range because they are fucking biting, fellas. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. Uh... Because I was supposed to help Ron all week, or well, pretty much. Oh, we got Sunday. It all worked tomorrow. out. We can go fishing Sunday. But, yeah. Yeah. Fishing. Fishing. Now, do you both stand up and see who can stand up in their kayak the longest? Mike's not quite there yet. Damn, but he's got the ultra-stable kayak, right? Yeah, I've only seen him stand up once, and that was to take a piss. That's because I'm a large man. I'm a large man, too. You'll see. 
You'll see how much myself and I'll my father what, look alike. It makes a huge difference when it comes to. Ooh, but we, you got a lower center of gravity than this guy. Yeah, right. True. I turn into a fucking sail. Like I was, I was out the other day standing up, and <laughs> I was top going, that needs to I be was spinning. going backwards so fucking quick. So we went out to Lakes Park last. He's the main Tuesday, last Thursday, and it looked like spring water. You could see to the very bottom. No shit. Carrie looks down, and I'm sure this has happened to us a thousand times before. But the water looks like fucking toilet water. You can't see. She looks down, and there's like a 12 foot gator just laying on the bottom of the lake right below her <laughs> kayak. She's like, excuse me. She pulled a three-pound bass out of there. Biggest fish we caught at Lakes nice. Park. Dude, you're the one telling me they have snook there, right? Yes. I had a snook on my crankbait. It jumped I and got it. off, and my fucking GoPro wasn't on. That would have oh. been my first freshwater snook. Right, my f- second snook ever. I caught one on your boat. Now, is that a yep. snook or schnook? thing was fucking huge. But you know what? Standing up and, and fishing, the sight fishing, there are it, mo- there's so much goddamn... T- all. We saw tilapia out he, the ass. It's just tilapia hands. all over the goddamn place. Aquarium yeah, fish. I believe it. Yeah, I've I've seen quite a few videos of some dudes going out there and catching snook, and I I saw. I that's how I know they're in there, and like you know, believe what you want about internet or whatever. But we were down there, God, two years ago, and. I think we were doing that whole train thing that they have going on over there. Speaking like, of that fu- fucking train, whoever runs the the parking lot miniature train at Lakes Park, yep. why do they have a horn of a 62 Buick on there? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> thought it would be funny. No, it doesn't sound cute like an air horn. It sounds like you're in the mall parking lot in 1989 and someone's parking at par- honking at you to get the parking lot because I mean, it's- they as they drive around they're honking the horn. It's not a it's not an air horn. It sounds like a fucking Buick. So it's not like putting a train horn inside a Prius? No, it sounds like, it's not cute. It literally sounds like you're somebody has fucking road range. Honk, honk, honk. It's like, put a fucking air horn on that thing. Well, and they, they also, it's it's not a, like a miniature train car either. It's a fucking lawnmower. <clears throat> That's all it is. I know. See, you I got Hank lawnmower. Hill driving? It's a, it's a lawnmower <laughs> dressed up to look like a train. Yeah. And it, you can tell all it is. And it's is not just, a now the guy driving does he got a can of Budweiser in his? It's in his not hand? like a steam engine. It looks like the C the CTX train from like 1983. <laughs> it's yeah. long plaque, yeah. and it's miniature. And got some grown ass adults sitting on there honking honk, yeah. honk. Not even a steam engine. No, like, huh? no. It looks like a CRS CTX. What are those? Were the one the thing that had the cat on it? We used to look at when we were kids. Yep. Yeah. And, cat and you can smell the you can smell the fucking. Uh, the two-stroke burning. <laughs> <laughs> so I was out there doing TikTok. And I'm like, that's not... Smell a, that, that's a smell. I'm like, that's oh. not a parking lot. That's a stupid train going by here. Honk, honk. Because every time you cross the sidewalk... It smells like my wave runner. Well, we were, we were there, like I said, a couple of years ago. And I mean, we were doing that whole experience. And we were walking over the one of the bridges towards the back. It's actually the... Back you know by the that? gazebo? And all the <laughs> lily pads? Yeah, there's yep. all them lily pads. And then there's a bridge right there. Mm-hmm. And that bridge, we were walking over it one day, or that day, and uh, I saw two massive snook just back and forth underneath that bridge, getting in the shade, coming out, getting in the shade, coming out. I had one on a crankbait, and some bitch jumped and got off. I was like, that wasn't a bass. I I said, I saw the stripes. That looked like a fucking snook. Now, snooks, are they long and thin? Yeah. Like a walleye or a a pike? Kind of. Um, They're more often in salt water. They're, yeah, like a they, they can survive in both. And they have so sharp they, gill plates. 
they live in brackish water, they can live in fresh water, and they can live in salt water. There you water. go. Um, yeah, kind of like a salmon. Look yeah. at this fucking, yeah, look at this of. hog right here. Okay. <sighs> it's like the saltwater version of a of a bass, kind of. But it's just it's just long, longer and skinnier. It wasn't until I went fish saltwater fishing on your boat that I realized why bass are the perfect fucking sport fish. See that snook? Mm-hmm. It's a type of fish, and when you put it back, your hands are covered in scales. Mm-hmm. They have sharp gill plates. You have other fish that have sharp teeth. Bass don't. So you're saying you almost need to be having gloves. Bass on. doesn't smell. Some people it has it has a, a a slight hint. There's a f- little bit of pokey things on them, but their teeth are like sandpaper. They don't shed on you. You can handle them. They're rugged. They're like the perfect sport fishing fish because they don't have all the trappings of some of these other fish. That fucking gar are nasty. Gar stink. They slime you. Um, snook. Gar looks like they're prehistoric too. No, you know what's prehistoric? Bowfin. Those fuckers are dinosaurs. Yeah, they really are. Um, Carrie's nephew caught one. It was almost as big as him. It was like fucking five feet long. What is this fucking thing? Is that brackish and freshwater also? Yeah, look at this thing. Bowfins and uh, snakeheads. Yeah, that's yeah. a bowfin. Carrie caught a gar. Well, it luckily got off. Carrie snagged a gar on a crankbait that was almost the length of her kayak one time over off BMX, and it, she was railing in and it finally came off, but the fucking thing was every Probably bit of pulling her, wasn't it? No shit. Yeah, but gar, gar suck too. So I heard somebody say that if you cook gar properly, like any anything that tastes nasty, you got to cook it a certain way. Well, the problem with gar is you got to cut them with ten snips. Mm. They're they. So there's there's a there's a YouTuber. His name is Robert Arrington. He has a YouTube channel called Deer Meat for Dinner, and he'll catch just about anything. I mean, he, he hunts, he fishes, he's, you know, he's made his career as a YouTuber. Um, and he'll catch just about anything. He'll cook it, clean it, and, and, and eat it. And he said, I've seen him clean a gar, and he actually had to use a freaking razor blade to cut the skin off. I need the box cutter. He got, he got the loins and everything off of it. He, yeah, and there's a video. And he was this like, may be, phenomenal. I'm looking at a YouTube picture, and this guy has a, alligator gar bigger than him he's got a big ass butcher knife yeah. i mean look here's a picture look the guy literally has husky 10 snips oh, wow to cut through the skin because it's like a, it's it's like it, what did they say the flavors like i don't remember like catfish maybe no because they're not no. bottom feeders they hit on top water they okay. they 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 it's they're hard to catch because they have this little mouth whereas bass have you yeah. know and so they'll hit on your crankbait, and if unless they bite directly down on that hook, they're really hard to catch. Yeah. But yeah, you literally have to cut them up with like fucking ten snips. What's Here's a guy using here? a machete. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the the main thing when it comes to like snook and redfish, yeah, and, that's nuts. and trout, because like if you catch a trout, a trout will slime the shit out of you. Too. Oh yeah, I, I live, living up in Montana, um, the trout. So you know you go to the store you get trout and the rainbow trout and the meat's white right yeah yeah you pull it out of the um gallatin river which is known for a movie a river runs through it Mm -hmm. and it is pink like salmon because it's always in the water and it's always fighting the current so you know it's getting more oxygen it's getting more exercise it's not just in a farm right it's delicious i never got into the fly fishing up there because i knew what would happen 
fly fishermen are, um, it's an addiction and I'd be tying flies. I got buddies who still tying flies to this day. Here's yeah. a here's a screenshot of a guy who has a gar up on the dock and he's beat, he's got a bead of his Glock on it. God, look at that thing. It's see to me that looks more prehistoric than, yeah. than a bowfin. That's just Well, that's the difference between an alligator gar and a regular gar. That's an alligator gar mm-hmm. there. It looks like an alligator. Our gars are more like this with the small skinny I think they have alligator gars up in Ohio River and that. Yeah, they're all over the place. But yeah, that's I gar. think they're native, though. Gar. Dots, not feathers, or feathers, not dots? Oh, wrong natives. I got you. <laughs> you didn't even use the right word on that one. Well, Engines. No, now we definitely... No, I'm talking he about a, a, a hemi or a someone's feelings. small yes, block, an LS. <laughs> yes, troublesome people are often people in trouble. It's with they an may e. be mentally ill. Find out how you God. can help. Write Better Mental Health, Box 3000, New York 1, New York. Why does it have to be a tongue twister? Because <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh, Is that Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> so I have her do like, um, you know, the intros, you know, there's a 410 yeah, yeah. plot. And she, like the what's the scutter button. So she'll get, she'll get annoyed and I'll, I'll cut those clips. <laughs> Why does it have to be a tongue so twister? A, wait, wait, wait. The roar. Is that an uh, I'm annoyed noise? That's how I, I got this. That's how we got this. Is um, I had Sariana doing at the end of my videos. You hear? This has been a digital 410 production. <laughs> I had her reading it, and she took like four. And I love that one because it's almost as if she's saying, "This this piece of shit is a digital 410 production." Like this. It's like this a, it's has a question. Been, this it's, has it's a been question. A, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, why I love it. This has been a digital 410 production. <laughs> Like it sounds question. like she was looking at you like, was that okay? Yeah, like, this, <laughs> this wasn't, this, you're proud of this? This is a special for protection? <laughs> I used to have more of Carrie, like her laughs and stuff. I got to pull them out, but um, we started off the show with this and we'll get back to it. And now for the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. How we use the internet is about to fundamentally change forever and it's terrifying. This is Bill S-686, also known as the Restrict Bill. You'll probably know it as the TikTok ban bill, but it does so much more than just that. The bill covers hardware technology like modems, routers, and home cameras, and virtual tech like VPNs, and basically bans them if they are manufactured by or used to contact and deal with foreign adversaries. Speaking of VPNs... Using VPNs to bypass banned apps such as TikTok is made a criminal act under this bill. And the penalty? It's a minimum imprisonment of 20 years and a minimum fine of $250,000 or $1 million, depending if you knowingly did so to access banned content. The bill gives the federal government the power to monitor any activity used by these suspected devices, virtual or otherwise. Essentially, they can monitor what you are doing at home 24-7 without even informing you. This includes things such as routers, video games, streaming apps, smart thermostats, ring cameras, basically anything that uses the internet. And this has been the What's in Your Head podcast TikTok lesson of the week. Remember the quaint Jesus days? Jesus H. Christ. Remember the quaint days when we were worried about the NSA's monitoring our phone? I was going to say, this TikTok was brought to you by NordVPN. Yeah, right? Yeah. <sighs> my, my FBI agent's going to laugh when he sees me jerking off in the bathroom. <laughs> Don't you put a post-it note over your camera like most people? No, no. Check just, this. Just out. let him. Have just you done let this him yet, see Don? it all. Go here. 
and create this little guy, this shuts off all cameras and all mics. No, I don't think mine has the, that one. No, it does. You've actually got to go in under settings and put it in programmer mode. Hmm. I have to show you that. That's called whack-off hmm. mode. Shut up. <laughs> Hi, Jasper. Are you playing with your cousin? Yes, he is. Oliver, you want my lap? No. Not yet. But uh, it's so weird. I keep thinking it's a Tuesday night, but it's a Friday night. But um, Friday, we've gone a little. We've gone about again. just the amount of time. Anything else you guys got coming down the pike or want to talk about? Oh, real quick, um, we need to discuss this off the air because Gordon's here in town, and it will save us a lot of postage. Over at the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast, we're going to start doing monthly giveaways on Patreon to encourage people to sign up. And some of these things are going to require autographs. Now, obviously, with What's the Scuttlebutt, I got a guy in fucking Texas and a guy in Alabama said so the product that we buy to give away is going to substantially increase in value after we add three shipping handling to the cost. Right, so I sure. thought if we can come up with something off the air, maybe two or three things that span the next three months, something cool that we might want to autograph, we can have Gordon do it while he's in here in town so that we're not shipping it out to fucking Vegas and paying shipping and handling. Yeah. And so, uh, so if you guys haven't done so, sign up for Patreon. It's a dollar a month. Go to uh, d-410.com or whatsinyourhead.com. Sign up for Patreon. Um, we're going to start doing monthly giveaways now. Keep in mind, there's more than one podcast. And so it's not like, oh, well, I'm only eligible for the what's in No, it's anybody who signs up and if you win, your name's taken on a rotation for 30 days, and then you automatically go back in. And, like, for obviously, one of the things we're working on for What's a Scuttlebutt, because it's a World War II-based podcast, and it's going to get very expensive because Jeff has already signed some. He's going to mail them to Henry in Alabama. And now, did he leave you them. any room? No. <laughs> and then Henry's going to mail them to me, and we're autographing and one Garand in blocks. Uh, now, these, nice. the in blocks aren't going to be a giveaway. We're going to... The, the, we have another giveaway coming up, and I actually got a, a third-party company to add to that, which we're going to make a combo kit. But we are going to be offering up a limited supply of M blocks for people to purchase. But so what I have some here, I'm going to sign, then send them to Henry, and then he's going to send them to Jeff. Jeff's going to keep them out west, and if somebody wins about buys them out west, he can ship from there. And if somebody, but we're also going to have giveaways too that you don't have to buy. And so I thought if we can come up with stuff while Gordon's here for the next week maybe one or two, we can buy it now, and that way we're not shipping it out to him, having him sign it and cut down on shipping and handling costs because that's where the shit's going to get really expensive. But if you guys haven't done so, sign up on Patreon. Dollar a month, there's two other tiers. If you want to sign up for those, fantastic. That goes a long way to help the show. Um, You know, I understand, trust me, times are tight, times are hard. I'm I'm cutting shit left and right to save money. You know, if you don't want to sign up for Patreon, you don't like giving strangers money, I completely understand. That's cool. You can buy T-shirts on our website. And if you don't want to do that because times are tight, go to YouTube, subscribe. I did change the name because I was out fishing one day. You got a YouTube channel. I see your camera. Yeah, it's Digital 410 Media. Go to YouTube. Just type in D410 Media, all one word, D410 Media. It'll come up. It's easier to try and explain. It's digital 410. It's like it's like 14 minus an E. It's four. So now it's just D410 Media. You'll find it. And so you can go to YouTube, watch our videos. We're monetized now. Uh, we're not getting. We're not by far means multimillionaires, but that was weird. It just threw us on the bottom. The mic up top. Um, but it'll it'll definitely help to support the cause. You guys, just you know, have a Roku TV in the spare bedroom. Just turn on our channel, let it play, and walk out. You don't even have to fucking watch it. Just play. <laughs> Trust me, it'll help. Um, but, but please, yeah. but please watch. Yeah, it. please watch. It helps too. <laughs> and um, share us with a like-minded friend. Say hey, friend. 
you might like these dipshits. Go check them out. You can go download us on, and we never say this enough. You can get us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, directly from the website. Um, and so those are ways you can support the show. I appreciate it. We will be back on our normal new time Wednesday. I don't know. When are you getting back home? You may have to take a day off after driving for three days. Uh, I will actually be leaving Wednesday morning, so I'll be on Okay. Well, me and Mike will be on. Maybe we'll check in with Gordon from the road. We'll get a man on the street or a man on go. the road. And um, But, yeah, so. Shit's all fucked up. And there he goes, bearing the needle. <laughs> Here's again. Ollie with the weather. <laughs> it's worth <laughs> But thank you guys. It's sideways. <laughs> thank you guys so much. And uh, we will talk to you all next week. This has been a Digital 410 production. <laughs>